recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, hello, you're listening to Zed Games. You are just tuning in there to a sound from uh, Star Wars, the Imperial March, Darth Vader's theme, of course, by John Williams. <laughs> My name is Easy, and you're hanging out in studio with... Toby! Yeah, it's the two of us today. <laughs> um, we've got a pretty awesome episode of Zed Games where we talk about things such as video games predominantly mm-hmm. specifically video games actually um but yeah. it's extra special in that we are sort of talking a bit about film as well Ooh. video games inspired by films or films inspired by video games however you'd like to look at it um as well as you know we're chatting about mainly star wars because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of games with Star Wars. When when uh, our friend Easy here told me about this, I spent. <laughs> I, I realized I hadn't actually watched the last one. I hadn't actually sat down and watched Star Wars Anything. Infinity Number Three plus. No, it was Number Nine. I hadn't actually sat down and watched it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, let's do this." And halfway through it, I messaged my cousin and I said, "This is a movie." Yeah. 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 I said. <laughs> Take it about as seriously as what was it? The I sent I sent easy this message. Take it about as as seriously as you would the oh god, what are they called? Fast and the Furious expansion movies. And I went okay. yeah. Don't treat them too seriously and they have a good time. Treat them like the Fast and the Furious of the Star Wars <laughs> movies. That's what I got here. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? Once I did that, much be easier. Yeah, yeah. Mandalorian it's... on the other hand. <laughs> yeah, well. um... I sort of like this interesting inspired episode, actually, Mm -hmm. because I got a new job recently. Yay! I can hear everyone clapping wherever you are. Um, Employment. Employment. (laughs) Um, It seemed important to have some knowledge to do with Star Wars. So I thought, well, you know what? I've only ever watched um, three of the films. (laughs) Which three? Uh, episode one, two, and three. Phantom uh, Menace, and then, yeah, the other two that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I thought, oh, you know, I should probably take it upon myself to actually learn more about <laughs> the series and, you know, watch the originals yep. and so on and so on. And so I did. So I literally watched, I think it was 13 films in two weeks. But, yeah. Um, and then I went, video games? How yeah. does this relate to video games? Because <laughs> that's all I care about. And um, mm-hmm. here we are. Now here we have we an episode where now we're we going to talk play. about it. And then, then we went and played the games and by golly gosh. Yeah, and now I'm tired and I'm Star Wars out. So let's have this massive recap of all the endeavours that we've been through <laughs> Star Wars for tonight. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a bit of a, a bit of a wild ride. Um, but first but, off. Yeah, but first of all, what are we doing, Toby? I think we might be listening to some news. I, you're very correct. It's almost like you've been on the show before. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's do listen. it. Tencent introduces facial recognition to catch kids staying up late to game. China's tech behemoth Tencent has recently announced it would begin using facial recognition to catch kids staying up late to play video games. This is to better enforce the law passed by China in 2019 that bans minors from playing video games between the hours of 10pm and 8am. 
The law intends to prevent gaming addiction and requires Chinese gaming companies to implement real name verification systems as well as limits to how long children can play and how much they can spend. Many have been able to bypass this security, so Tencent hopes these new security measures will be stronger. This system currently only operates in China and it is unlikely it will spread outside anytime soon. The Witcher Universe Collides A trailer recently dropped for the second season of Netflix's The Witcher, with it set to release in December 17 this year. The show takes inspiration directly from the books rather than the game, but the two are strongly linked regardless, especially as it dipped into the game's fanbase for the foundation of its incredible popularity. Alongside this trailer, CD Projekt Red announced that The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition, which is set to release later this year, will include free DLC based on the Netflix series. This upgrade is available to anyone who purchased the original game, whether you'll be playing on a new console or not, so you're already set. Retro games continue to smash price records at auction. Earlier this week, an incredibly rare copy of The Legend of Zelda, still factory sealed, was sold for a record-breaking price of $870,000. The sale occurred on the online platform Heritage Auctions, which also hosted the previous record-breaking sale of Super Mario Bros. at $660,000. This version of The Legend of Zelda features barely noticeable differences from the original, but the chance to own a unique piece of the franchise's history makes it a highly sought-after collector's piece. The Legend of Zelda didn't get to hold on to the record very long as it was knocked off the top spot only three days later by a copy of Super Mario 64, which sold for over one and a half million US dollars. Maybe this seems like an outrageous amount to spend on video games, but it's easy to understand the desire to own a piece of gaming history. Valerie McLeckie, a video game specialist for Heritage Auctions, which handled the sale, said it seems impossible to overstate the importance of this title, not only to the history of Mario and Nintendo, but to video games as a whole. Prices for historical games like this have skyrocketed in the past years, and there's no way of knowing where the record might land next. And that's all this week in gaming news. Thank you so much, Maylee, for the Week in Gaming News. Um, Toby, do you have $870,000 just lying around by any chance? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Oh. Well, if you had a copy of that Legend of Zelda, you could you could make some bank. Holy, well, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I must admit, after seeing that, one, what is it, one, one and a half million dollars for the uh, Super Mario 64, I went, I went into my drawer to start looking at what games I had still. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> finding finding some some of those old ones like Abe's Odyssey and GTA and Magic yeah, the GTA, Gathering. Oh, GTA, the the classic, you know, the original. Yeah, just um, top down, sealed. S- mm, if know, only. It will, it, <laughs> <laughs> I actually played my games. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not you to didn't put just down decoratively look at yeah. them. <laughs> actually, um, I was because I like to sort of rearrange my desk mm-hmm. and stuff at home sometimes, and like where I play video games and mm-hmm. like you know I'll put some of my f- figurines in whatever way and then yeah. I'll rotate them put new ones out or whatever depending on my mood mm-hmm. anyway I'm, I'm sort of like I'm really pumped for Diablo 2 Resurrected um, uh. to come out and I got all my Diablo figurines and I found my original Diablo CD-ROM yep um, and I was like oh this is oh, this is so nostalgic I remember playing this on mm-hmm. my like ridiculous PC back in like the 90s and um, then I was like, oh, I wonder how much this costs. 
And if you actually get like the original Diablo with the full case, mm-hmm. and every, which I don't have anymore, I only have the CD-ROM and the CD case. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you came with like the full like cardboard carton packet, oh, it's no. like five hundred plus dollars you can sell on eBay. I was like, damn, I could have. Damn. I mean, I wouldn't, but I could, and then I'd have bragging rights. I'd people come over and be like, "See, that's that's like five hundred bucks on eBay." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just threw in a whole <laughs> heap of box sets from the original WoW. So, thanks for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, um, at least the bragging rights for this guy is just like you see that copy of the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, eight hundred seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. No biggie. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on this facial recognition catching kids? Playing games late. Mm. In China, of course, in case anyone's tuning in, they're like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Not here. When we Maybe here. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. No, actually, part of, part of the thing is it's not coming out in Australia. Um, it's, it's exclusively for Huawei. Uh, no. I mean, for <laughs> Chinese um, uh, things. Honestly, I'm... I'm of two minds. I'm I'm a bit of a cyborg guy. I, if if, she, if somebody said, "Hey, here's a chip, and it will help, and it will log you in and play games and track your things," mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, "Put me down." I know my wife wouldn't agree with that one, but yeah, me, yeah. I'm I'm good with this. So while, yeah, it is a complete invasion of privacy, but and the only place you could get away with it is in China. So yeah, yeah well, you know, it's you? interesting. I mean, I like. I think as a concept, mm-hmm. I like the idea of mm, some kind of form of monitoring in order to protect youth mm-hmm. um, or young people gaming, mm-hmm. um, especially, you know, and what so like ban minors from playing video games between the hours of 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Um, there is also, you could just like turn off the internet, hey. Well, Microsoft has just released an app for your phone that does that for your Xbox and your PC. It, it regulates screen time and it regulates uh, how much money they spend and they can um, kids can ask you and all this kind of jazz. So while well, there is these options out there, you just have to do more than, you know, install an app on your phone. You don't want to, like, scan their faces and then, like, record them, like, staying up past 10? Not, I don't, <laughs> okay, I, I, I would like to put this down on record. I don't particularly want to record children in any way, shape or form. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very... Chinese government does <laughs> Tencent does. Um, Anyway, that's an interesting (laughs) week in gaming news, I must say. Uh, You're listening to Zed Games. My name is Easy. I'm hanging out in studio with... Toby. Toby. Ah, I've got to stop doing that. I've got to find something else to say now. (laughs) Like... Wiggle wiggle. I think... I think, you know, there's like a theme this evening going on, which is that we're talking about video games relate that are inspired by film or film that have inspired games. Um, and Star Wars is a very prolific saga that... Take a large focus right now. Is, we're we're going to take a, you know, a microscope... No, not a microscope. Um, um, a magnifying pointer? glass. Let's go with a magnifying glass. <laughs> um, yeah, that could be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, so let's do that. Okay. <laughs> what have you been playing Star Wars related? Star Wars related. Recently, I tried Squadrons because um, I thought that was the game that I watched you play. <laughs> and no. I was sadly mistaken and I really couldn't get a get handle of those one that those wonderful controls. Yeah, well, yeah, um, I'm not good with, like, flight simulator stuff. I normally am, f- I normally am fine. Normally, I give myself about, oh, you know, 20 minutes to kind of lean into the controls, figure them out, but... I just felt like everything was laggy. 
Like you move, uh. it's, it, I guess that's what they go. If they're going for realism in in the films, you watch them pull the controller to one side and then slowly pan over <laughs> that way, and, and maybe they're just trying to go for thing. But God, I could not. get It's over interesting that. that you said because I, I, the one that you were watching me stream was mm-hmm. uh, Battlefront Two, mm-hmm. um, and I don't like that game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, not. Because oh, I'm trying to think of something good about it. <laughs> like, I really didn't <laughs> like it at all. Look, graphically, I really loved the bots and I loved. I thought like, you the, said the, bots. The, 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 the <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> head, head out of the gun. Head yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, I really loved the mechanical pro- controls that I, I like. I like the characters. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as you got into a ship, I just got so I don't get motion yeah, sick. Yeah, no, maybe super sick. motion sick to the point where we. I think we both ended up being like, anyway, mm, bye, I'm, man. Yeah, like, yeah bye. Well, I think we're good now. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't like super motion sick up until I had a uh, a level where I had to be in, um, actually in a fighter, basically, hmm. um, like an X wing. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't until then that I was sort of like. Mm. Oh, but also I find the controls to be quite janky in other ways as well, which was really frustrating. So, um, yeah, not the greatest game, but Battlefront, not two, the original mm-hmm. one, is highly praised. I haven't played that one, and it seems to be like a really well-standing, well-rounded game still today. Ah, um, is, is is that the one of the the droids versus the humans? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. All that kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah, I can get that. That 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 I can get behind. That one has that one has stronger appeal. Yeah. Um, and would be my recommendation is to play that and not Battlefront 2. Mm. Um, but a prolific game that I I really want to play, I'll review it at some point, listeners, I promise, is um, Fallen Order, Star Wars Fallen mm-hmm. Order, which um, came out at the end of last year. Um, it's currently available on PlayStation through the EA Play subscription because that's how I got it. Yeah, it's also on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So that means that opens up PC players and Xbox players. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Everybody. visually stunning. I haven't I haven't played it, but it's, it's got like crazy good reviews. Um, and you played a little bit, I've, did you? I, I've spent You've probably close to a two, maybe three hours okay. playing around um, because I wanted to be well-versed for your review and yeah, well, you're got a bit ahead of, of right myself now. now. Um, <laughs> and I, I, like, so far I'm, I'm pretty much at the end of the main tutorial mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I've, deci- I've walked down a corridor and found a hidden mini-boss and I'm going and I just keep slamming my head against it. But visually it's amazing. I'm really enjoying the progression system of how you could picking up all of the skills. Yeah, yeah. Um, the controls are a little bit um, twitchy for me, like a little okay. bit too sensitive, but maybe that's just on my side. Yeah, yeah. Um, but outside of that, I'm really enjoying it. It's also um, it's great composer as well. So oh, yeah. Like the, the music. It's, and it's mainly a campaign, single player. So And it's supposed to fit quite nicely into the Star Wars universe as yeah, well. So, so far. Um, and yeah. I kind of love the the actor who because I fell in love with him in um, Gotham as a Joker, mm. and him playing the main character has just made me kind of go, "Ooh, I really enjoy this guy." Ah, yeah. well, there you go. There's some mm-hmm. more incentive for people there. Mm-hmm. Um, we did actually have a text in from Paul, um, who said his first subscription to Four Triple Z was um, dated 1984. And uh, should I find a game my own age? Well, we found a Star Wars game. <laughs> um, your age. Your age, actually. It was uh, <laughs> Star Wars Return of the Jedi came out 1984. 
on Atari. Yeah, not a bad so one. So there you go. And you just got to go and find yourself an Atari or a ROM. Uh, not that I ever recommend doing that or downloading a uh, ROM hack or anything like that so that you can play <laughs> some of the older games. Um, yeah. But when it comes down to it, Go for gold. Yeah. Have fun. Do you have a, have you ever played any of the older Star Wars games? Oh, man. I started off with Pod Racer. Oh, nice. Who, who doesn't, who hasn't, well, I guess uh, me saying who hasn't played that is a bit, bit far because I am of an older generation, but all of those people who Nintendo uh, 64 days when Pod Racer came out, it was, it was on the wall on every single, in every single store. Ah. And it was one of those games you could just go walk up and you play the first level over and over and over and over and over and over again. (laughs) And, and it just became a cult classic. That was one of mine. Um, Because there was the, the original Star Wars game that ever came out, I think was a, yeah, it was a arcade game. Mm. And it's just called Star Wars. <laughs> oh, is that the one with the... Um, oh so that God. was like back in your day when you had your, you know, you had to go into mm-hmm. an arcade to play. Unless you were, you know, wealthy enough to actually buy your own arcade. That was like in the early oh. 80s. Yeah, yeah. That was, I, yeah, Star Wars is what it's called. Yeah. We, we would go back to the days of coins before cards. Coins before cards. Coins before cards. For Soon it will be microchips and foreheads and, yeah. uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um other games that I did play was um, one one I played with LAN on a LAN when people would share games on LAN so that you could play games with each other. Um, and this was back in 2008. Um, oh, so long so ago. So long ago when somebody would actually pick up their computer and go around to another person's house with a CRT monitor. Um, <laughs> but uh, I played, what was it, Star Wars Jedi Knight. Two Jedi Outcast and running around. It was quite on the Quake Three engine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, also sayeth my cousin who I asked what what the <laughs> hell was that game that we used to play that was fun, um, and <laughs> it was literally just running around throwing your lightsaber at everybody <laughs> <laughs> and swinging swinging things. And uh, got, uh, the days of your when you got together and drank energy drinks rather than sat in your own home and play it. And drank energy drinks. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. But other games that I played, uh, the VR. Oh, um, yeah, you were saying the VR, the, the, to remind you if you'd forget. Yeah. Forget. I'd actually forgotten. Um, so back in the day, the before Star Wars Squadrons got VR support, um, there was a little teaser for uh, Star Wars, and it was Star Wars Trials and Tatooine, and you got to stand there with a lightsaber and protect the Millennium Falcon, and it was drool-worthy back in the day where everybody everybody jumped on. It was I think it was a freebie back then, and, God, that was good. Really pulled you back into that Star Wars world. Super nostalgic to watch anything on it, I'm sure, as well. Oh, yeah. Um, my nostalgic Star Wars game is Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. Hmm? which was uh, released in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a strategy game. So it's a real-time strategy game. Oh. Um, and it was developed by Ensemble Studios. And I don't even know if they're still around. but And, and LucasArts as well. Of course. <clears throat> and it's the clone... So there's like also the clone campaigns. There's like an expansion as mm-hmm. well. Um, and you could play as like, you know, the Empire, or you could play as Rebellion, or you mm-hmm. could play as... Um, the other oh my gosh I'm getting Empire that Rebellion um, Rebels yeah God no I'm trying to remember the other ones now but you'd also mm-hmm. you'd sort of, you'd harvest things and resources and stuff to build up and then you'd go and like invade oh. somewhere and conquer the lands and take over <laughs> that's pretty much it but I really I <clears throat> I actually didn't know much about Star Wars back then mm-hmm. 
as a kid, um, other than everyone else really loving it. And I, I don't think I knew much. But I, I remember this. the game was obviously very good because I didn't have any context of Star Wars, but I loved the game. And it was the only real-time strategy game that I've, I still to this day have played and enjoyed. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> there you War- go. I've got to get you into uh, Warcraft 2, Frozen Throne. That was my one back in the day. Of that oh. era, but <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a conversation. Another topic. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> You're listening to Zed Games. My name is Easy. I'm hanging out in the studio with Toby. <laughs> Yo. You're going to change the sound, but you've just like you know yeah, you've, no. you've locked yourself into a sound. Yeah, I have. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> the sadness. So sad. Um, what's not sad is is video games and movies. Yeah, they're good things. Yeah. What was that <laughs> statement? <laughs> Because we're talking about video games inspired by film. Ah, yeah, okay. Or, so, we're, yeah. <laughs> so we're now talking about that. Now we're talking about that specifically. We're, we're broadening, in, broadening in our horizons because we were talking about Star Wars specifically before. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, let's just talk about all this in mm-hmm. general. Um, the first uh, video game inspired by television, or, well, film, was Star Trek Phaser Strike, which came out in 1979. Aww. There you go. At least according to Wikipedia. At least according to Wikipedia. Paul? Um, yeah. And Was the f- there one before that, Paul? <laughs> Paul, Paul! Paul, I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> you can just let us know. Yeah. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Yep, okay, he's saying something. <laughs> he's oh, on it. He's like, he's on it. All right, cool. Um... Yeah, another another game actually that's also had like lots of re- that we talked about earlier, which mm-hmm. was Alien. Yeah, um, Alien. Uh, the game came out in 1982. Mm-hmm. Not to mention Alien Isolation. And then there was Alien Isolation. God, that was a good game. Um, terrifying. Yeah. Um, I recommend for people who enjoy fear. <laughs> yeah, and I also recommend trying the VR mod for that one if you really want to. Wow, poop I didn't know your that existed. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's not. It, it's a bit buggy, but um. I find myself talking about this game a lot lately. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, the sound is actually by a Brisbane local guy. Ah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Jeff Van Dyke. He did some work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's actually Alien Isolation mm-hmm. is actually renowned for its AI work in terms of the, the enemy because it's like one of the most intuitive, intelligent video game AI. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it still stands as that today, but it's definitely a, a, like a pinnacle of AI development yeah. when it came out. Spooky game, terrifying film. Um, I saw. I never played it. I only ever watched someone play it when I was in an Airbnb. Um, in the night and I heard them laughing their heads off and I went out there to see what they were playing and they are playing this monstrosity. Well, and I was scared, very on, scared. And I wasn't even playing. On that one. Um, <laughs> and going back to the land parties. Um, back to the land parties. Back to the land parties. Alien versus Predator. The combination ah. of the two. I used to play that with my friends back then in the land parties. Oof. And I used to love running around as an alien, uh, biting at people's toes and then taking their heads off as I was crawling around on walls. It's one of the reasons why I can, it's one of the reasons why I can cope with games that make you run up and down walls and really play around with your spatial awareness because I used to love crawling up into a back corner and waiting for somebody to walk through a wall walk through a door 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 a door a door and just dropping down onto them and ripping their throats out wow it's so much fun because there's predator too and right? then there was predator which my cousin um, used to love playing because you could see everybody from millions of miles away and, and shoot that game them didn't down. do super well did it uh, I, don't I don't think, think it, did. it did i think everyone wanted to be predator so it's like oh yeah uh, but i'm a creepy person when did you want to like down, bust out of someone's chest mm, yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but yeah 
Um, well, what what other what other films that have been inspired? Lord by of the or? Rings. Mind yeah, you, that's a book that's to a, movie too. Same with thing. The Witcher, but whatever. Yeah, but um, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of War. Is, and, oh, there's a Gollum game coming. And the Gollum game coming we, we out. We hope and that's the good. Lord of the Rings mo- massively multiplayer online game. God, I could just say MMO. I really, Mad Max, I enjoyed that Not, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. After the more recent release. Um, uh, did you ever play it? Gremlins? I don't think I did, but I did play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I loved that game. I had a yeah. DOS um, uh, and Jurassic Park as well back in the day, running around trying to turn the park back on and that those those weird oh, weird NES graphics. That would have probably scared me still, even mm-hmm. as a child. Okay, more recent than you know DOS. Um, <laughs> I also. <laughs> Also played uh, Goldeneye. Went around on a friend's place and oh, we played Goldeneye. Classic 007, 007 game. game. Yeah. Yep. And screen peaking evil monstrosity that it was that everybody used to sit there and try and, and just watch each other and play games. And people still love cardboard. that. People still talk about that yeah. fondly, um, which is a testament that it can stand the test of time. Actually, mm. uh, a game uh, that was inspired by a film mm. that has stood the test of time what is that and, and renowned as the worst video game in history apparently oh, oh, yep. is um et it's horrible uh which <laughs> came out um on the atari 2600 in 1982 mm-hmm. um and it's there was a myth, an urban mm-hmm. legend, because the game just crashed horribly on the market. It mm-hmm. did very poorly. So poorly, in fact, that they had truckloads of the cartridges, um, and they didn't know what to do with them. So they actually mm. just dumped them in the desert. Well, that was the myth, right? Yeah. They found that dump outside <laughs> of... Like, that actually exists. Area 51. Yeah, no. <laughs> That would be amazing. That would be But amazing. there is a full-on documentary oh, reporting God. on them discovering and finding these cartridges because people are like, nah, that's that's bollocks. It doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. But they they found it. They legitimately found it. Um, and that game was terrible. Yeah. not um, as, But at least you could... Uh, well, you couldn't complete it. But games like the, the Disney franchise that brought out things like Aladdin and uh, what was it? Lion King and that were notoriously difficult to finish. And, um, yeah, I remember playing those. I remember going up to Blockbuster and borrowing them for a week and just going, how the hell do people get past these levels? Yeah, there's some, there's some like, old games that just, like, when they've been, like, um, remastered and stuff, you're like, mm. how did I... This is unbelievably difficult. Yeah. Like, the, the, yeah. He says, looking at his Super Mario Brothers game and watch, going, how the hell did I get to level 80? Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, it's almost like um, I used to be... This is not related to um, games inspired by film, but Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. I used to be really good at that as a kid. Mm-hmm. Or at least I thought I was really good at it. And then <laughs> and then I and then I got it remastered now on, on PlayStation 4, and I am terrible mm-hmm. um so there are lots of games from the past that like just they don't they don't do well when they <laughs> or i'm just like my my reflexes are the bad reflex, I, 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 th- I think i think the I think hit boxes have changed during the <laughs> remo- i don't know i'll blame something other than myself because that makes more sense yeah but, um, um inspired by games i will mention bullet time from the matrix oh, you think about how many games one. have the slowdown mechanic and oh, Max yeah. Payne lived off that and then it became a movie um but the the whole point of using bullet time as an entire mechanic in games it's so good but it can be so overused mm, <laughs> mm. 
But mind mm. you, jumping forwards into somebody and shooting them in the chest with a shotgun is always an enjoyable experience when you, you know, needing to just express your emotions at a screen after a hard day at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't punch the screen, though. No. Oh, and Tron. Tron, oh! Don't forget Tron! <laughs> There's so many. We don't even have time to go through all of them. There's so many of them. Um, Avengers. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, I was going to mention, you know, uh, The Terminator. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, you mm. know, that's I forgot about all classic. of those books. Um, I mean, Terminator books. books? <laughs> I forgot all about those books. <laughs> Um, it's a day. Actually, games that that turned into books is Halo. Oh yeah. Sorry, well, that's a totally other subject. Yeah, no, but, but that but, too. Yeah, no, games that can, that can spawn an entire uh, fandom and fan base, fan writings and lore and expansion yeah. and worlds and <laughs> it's an amazing medium. Um. Anyway, we are going to head off actually. Yeah, it's come Already? to that time. Was I that know. Did I talk too much? Yeah, no. Well, there's just so there's much quality much content going on in here, and we can't keep control <laughs> of it. Um, it's it's a wild ride. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, know, I don't really have much else to say. You guys are wonderful. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you liked anything that you heard tonight and like to hear it again, it will be on our podcast, uh, mm-hmm. the Game Server Podcast. And if you didn't like it, please tell us on our Facebook. Yeah, if you didn't like us, tell us discreetly in a private message. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. At ZED Games AU. Um, we post lots of memes, video gaming memes, of course. Memes for everyone, kind mm-hmm. of memes. Um, they're excellent. You should um, head over to the pa- Facebook page at ZED Games AU and like the page. Um, <laughs> also. Tells, uh, this this easy. Chooses all the memes, can't you? Yes, I do. I'm yeah. like, I'm the meme lord. <laughs> uh, on there, you will also see a link to our Weekend Gaming News, um, our podcasts, as well as our in-depth reviews that we do, um, including maybe like sneak peeks into what happens on each episode. Oh. It's also a great way to get, you know, get in contact with us if you have any suggestions or any games that you're playing. You just want to have a chat. Yeah. We're there. Yeah. Say hi. We're around. Yeah. I'm not looking at my phone right now, checking if anybody's... Yeah, neither am I. I'm not, like, waiting, anticipating (laughs) you to message me. I'm so lonely. Um, We are are so so lonely. lonely. Uh, Yeah, you can do that. At ZED Games AU. Um, On that note, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We'll miss you. You're amazing. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See you next time. time.